Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Holy fucking shit, yo. Oh my god, what a game. What a game. Oh my god, what did I just watch? Man, I was sweating bullets up there in that press box, let me tell you guys. I was sweating bullets. This team, man, this team, when you think they're down, oh my god. Like when they just battle and battle and battle. So so much running through my mind right now. I'm walking, I'm walking through this parking garage. I'm still sweating from what I just saw. Oh my god! Let me let me I need to compose myself. Let me let me put my shit down. Let me get in here. Oh my god! All right, guys. Can we pay Jonas Corposalo already? Give that man his money. Give him his money. MVP, MVP. Connor McDavid isn't the best player on the ice. Jonas Corposalo is the best player on the ice. Give that man his money. He has been outstanding for the Kings. Uh, the By far, the best pickup at the trade deadline in the NHL. This man is keeping the Kings in every game that they've, been, they've played so far in this series. And he stole that one. He stole game one. And he stole that one, too. I haven't taken a look at the high danger chances, but, man, Corpusalo, he is him. Give that man his money. But, boy, there's other people. There's other players on the ice. There's other players we got to talk about. I mean, Trevor Moore with the game winner. That, that shift, that shift by Moore, Bellardi, and Byfield for the winner? Dude, Quinn Byfield is 20 years old. 20 years old. Playing against two of the best players in the world. There is nothing that he, – he is not nervous, timid, nothing. He's stepping in there and making, things, making plays happen. Gabe Velarde, dude. This guy, talk about breakout year, two games, two points, primary assist on the OT winner. And Trevor Moore, just, just when he's, like, struggling so much in this last part of the, in the season, just – can't really just gripping the sticks too much and just can never find find one to go in. And sure enough, out of everybody on the team, 
he's the one to win. Oh man, what what a fucking epic game! What a game! I, I'm I'm still hyped. I'm still hyped. Man, that was. I mean, Kings are up two one. Job's not done. Job's not done. Right? We got to keep it going. We can get excited. We can celebrate this one. This is a huge victory. Big game to steal. But the job's not done. This team was up three to two. What three to two last year? Things got things went haywire, and we well know how that went down. Can't let up. Got to come back Sunday. Go up three one. But damn, this was a epic performance. Corpusala was great. It's Connor McDavid zero five on five points through three games. I mean, he's getting his chances. He's getting his looks. But if he's not scoring five on five. I'll take it. I mean, you got to hand it to him. Those two goals he scored, that's world-class. I mean, we witnessed some, like, all-world sniping going on in that second period. McDavid going high glove, going high blocker, back-to-back shots. I mean, you're not stopping those. Nobody's stopping those. And then Kempe. Like, talk talk about that play. I mean, out of nowhere. Victor Arvidsson, he's that man. I mean, that, that pass. That was perfect. And he's, he's, a little, he's a little feisty little dog out there. Feisty guy. I love it. Keeps it going. The nice line has been turning it up lately, I have to say. I mean, that line, they've struggled all, like, all throughout the year. But the last few weeks or so, they've been on fire. But, I mean, this, is, this has been really a team effort. I mean, we could talk about Corpusolo as much as we want, but this is a team effort. I mean, Gabrikov, that dude's playing for a contract. Roy, just steady Eddie, always going to be consistent with his game. Anderson, Dowdy. I mean, we could talk about the refereeing. I, I mean, I think it was kind of BS on both sides, to be honest with you. They were calling chinky stuff throughout the whole game. But besides that, I mean, dude, the Kings just, they bend. They sure, they damn well bend, but they haven't bro- broken yet. And the big reason for that is that, that Jonas Corposalo in net. I mean, damn, I mean, if Rob Blake's not on the phone with his agent tonight, Give him that Rick DiPietro contract. I don't, I don't care at this point. This guy's stealing games for the Kings in the playoffs. Have to hand it to him. But, yeah, team effort. I mean, crazy. Crazy game. 2-1 in the series. This, I was a little worried going to overtime, to be honest with you. That third period, the end of the third period. I mean, Zach McEwen's giving me a fucking heart attack, guys. I swear to God. But it is what it is. He's it's, got to step in. I mean, it's a tough spot for him. Same thing with Anderson Dolan. It's a tough spot. No Lazat, no Fiala. They stepped in and I guess got it done. But this team, I mean, Phil Deneau, Alex Alfalo. I mean, what a goal by him too, right? I mean, this team just doesn't back down. They don't. It's 2-1. Come back on Sunday. Let's go up 3-1, right? Let's make it happen. I'm ready. Is it Sunday yet? I'm still pumped. Is it Sunday yet? Let's go. Let's get you guys in here. Luke. What's up, my man? What's going on, Luke? How you doing, buddy? What's up, Russell? How you doing, bro? Oh, uh, God. My neighbors must think that I'm crazy because uh, I've had two overtime games now where I'm just screaming on top of my lungs. But, <laughs> oh, my God. What a game. 
I feel so good. I, I just, I don't know. It's just crazy when we scored and then when they went to the challenge, I was, I, I was screamed as much as I could. And then I'm like, I can't do it again, you know, but I'm so glad. <laughs> just, so just glad. Quick, am, I, am I breaking up at all? I'm having people tell me I'm breaking up. No, no, you sound good. Okay. You sound good. Cool, on cool, end. cool. Go ahead, go ahead. Man. I just Sorry. wanted to say that, yeah, Corpusalo for sure is um, the MVP so far of the playoffs, in my opinion, especially going oh. against Dreisaitl and McDavid. And McDavid hasn't even gotten a 5-on-5 point yet. you got to give it to Corpusalo for sure, so far. We're, we're three games into the playoffs, and yeah, Consmite, whatever, it is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, he's he's carrying this team right now. Oh, yeah, it's stressful because they're definitely – they're definitely good. I don't know. I don't know any other Western team that would have the same um, have the same success that we're having right now. I don't know. I think the Kings are just we're built to play teams like this, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I really think Edmonton is one of the best teams in the league. I to this moment, like they're playing really good. So I'm really for, we're fortunate to be up two one, and I just hope that we can uh, take the momentum and and carry us because. Um, I do not want to go two two with this series. I want this to be three one so bad, because I really think yeah. we can we can end it if uh, if it's three one. If it's two two, it, you know it's it is what it is. You know, so I'm really hoping that we can uh, pull it together for Sunday. This I, I, I do want to say this this extending this series as long as it is, and especially with that. I mean, we're guaranteed now. Besides the Kings winning four to one in the series, we're guaranteed now. Um, which we all hope that happens. So I got, I'm not going to say we're guaranteed, but we'll say this does, This series does extend past the game six. That's in another three-day break. So I'm just going to throw it out there. Like, let's say Kevin Fiala just decides he's, he's healthy and ready to go again. I mean, that as long as this series just gets extended as long as they can, I mean, there's a chance that Fiala can come back in the mix, which would be huge. But, I mean, all, of course, we'd all much rather take a 4-1 series win. So, That's a great but... point that you bring up. That's a super good point about Fiala coming back. I think he could make his comeback game six, game seven. Let's just hope we don't have to do that. I really hope that Fiala can just take his break, heal up as much as he can, because if we get by this series, we, we know that there's going to be battles throughout the throughout the rest of the playoffs. So um, as much as I want that to see Fiala in this series, it would be nice to just you know take it five or six and – and uh, Fiala just be ready for the second ser- ser- uh, playoff like series. It. You know what I mean? Let's let's have let's have that mindset where we win this series and then he comes back for the second series. Yeah, let's yeah, it's a reward instead for of him. Extending, okay, yeah, let's, let's let's think that way. I like it. I yeah. It. All right. Well, I'll let I'll let other people talk. Go Kings, go! I'm so excited. I can't wait uh, for uh, Sunday. And uh, appreciate you having me on. Yeah, of course, Luke. Appreciate it. Have a good night, buddy. You too. Bye. Oh man, I can't wait for Sunday. Is it Sunday yet? Who's a uh... I see you guys' hands going up. Christian. What's up, Christian? How you doing, buddy? Man, that was I, – I don't know how much more my heart can take of all this crap. I really – I can't I, – I, yeah, I'm with everybody else. I'm surprised my neighbors don't think I'm a mass murderer. But I got to say, <laughs> maybe a, take a poll unbiasedly. Do we feel like it hit his stick, yes or no? Dude, I – I got to say, so I didn't know what they were reviewing as when I was Me watching, either. but then we, we have TVs up in the press box. And then to be honest, I still didn't know. But then when I kind of, at first I thought the puck went out of play, but then I saw Velarde's stick go up. And to be honest with you, I thought it did touch his stick. So I got to say, I'm on the I'm same team. Exactly, I thought it hit his stick I'm too, exactly but I didn't know sure what we were looking at. Exactly. I'm not exactly sure what the ruling is. 
I mean, it seems so inconclusive. And then for them to fucking like negate a goal for that reason would be so just like weak. But I mean, it is what it is. It's past us, right? They, they, it's counted. So let's just, it is what it is at this point, right? Right. And they brought on the rules expert for TNT. And I thought at first, first, the fact that that's even reviewable, I thought they were looking for the netting too. But if it mm-hmm. hit his high stick, rolls down Ekholm, or, uh, Ekholm's back, then goes off. Velarde plays it around the wing. Moore misses it at first. An oiler picks it up, wings it back around. Velarde grabs it, then shoots it to Moore. I'm, Twelve things have happened in between the miss high stick. To me, it's almost like that, like an offsides where it's if it, you know, how long do you let the play go before you – anyway, yeah, like you said, it's beside it, but I definitely was on the team of – that looked like it hit his stick. But – We've been given a lot of crappy hands, so I'll take a good one that goes our way. But also, Quentin Byfield is just, you said it earlier, mm-hmm. he's just showing up so much. And to get for, for you know, all the crap he's got, and I really thought he had it earlier in the power play. I thought he was going to get that monkey off his back, and he gets robbed by Stuart Skinner's gloves right there on the low side. I thought for sure that that one-time blast was going to be his first one. But, man... They're doing something special in L.A. I don't know if anyone's seen Dowdy's post-game interview yet where he said he got chills um, for the first time in a long time with crypto. Obviously, he hasn't played in five years. But that, I mean, it, you can just feel it. Will Ferrell with the face paint. They're doing something mm-hmm. special, man. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but they just don't die. They never quit. It's, it's, it's crazy to watch this team this year. Yeah, there's, they've, they showed this resiliency last year against this team. I mean, going seven with no Dowdy and Arvidsson, but – I mean, this season, I mean, yeah, like, I think like Luke said, Edmonton was clearly the best team going into the playoffs. I, they, they had won seven games on the road uh, before the playoffs started. They, they were on a seven-game um, winning streak on the road. So that came to an end tonight. And, yeah, this team, I mean, they're getting their chances. So, I mean, that's why I ha- we have to talk about Corp Solo being the MVP um, because I mean, by far he has been. But, yeah, I'm glad you, you shot, shouted out Byfield, too. Because it's, yeah, it's not, I, man, I mean, I, I sit next to uh, Andrew Knoll, and it's funny because I'm, a, you guys know, I'm a, I'm a fan just like all of you guys, like I'm a Kings fan, and, and so I have to be, I have to hold my reservations in the press box for cheering and stuff like that, but I, I mean, I had to, I, I grabbed Andrew Knoll, I'm like, dude, like after that Byfield one-timer, it, like out of all people on the ice that, that could have scored the OT winner. I mean, to have Byfield score that would have been so nice. It would have just been the cherry on top. But, I mean, he's just looking good, like, to- like totally calm out there. Nothing's bothering him. Not too big. The moment's never too big for him. And he's 20 years old. I mean, there's two points already in the playoffs. And he's just out there doing his thing, throwing his body around, being physical along the boards, stepping up to players like Nurse, Kane. I mean, the the moment's not too big for him, so I'm just I just got to keep shouting out Byfield because it's it's kind of been the way that it's been for his season throughout the end of the year or even the whole the whole season because he hasn't really scored, but he's just been doing all the all the right things that you want to see, and eventually that goal will come, and I hope it's in an epic moment because he needs to be rewarded for his play so far. Absolutely, if this is the Quentin Byfield that's developing in front of our eyes that we're getting. We're we're lucky. We're we're and, and I know, like you said, it's he hasn't been able to reap what he's been sowing quite yet. 
But man, has he looked completely? He's he's made himself noticed everywhere. At least to me, I just through these first three games, I, he's just been everywhere doing everything. Um, and for a lineup that's been kind of ticky tacky with our injuries and our and our you know last line and already getting sat tonight, it's just it. Yeah, it's been great to see him step up to the plate and be on that first line. So I just uh, RT'd a video from uh, Nasher. Uh, who's a content creator for NHL, and he he posted a close up and slow mo of the Velarde high stick, and man, I mean, we're talking about like inches. I mean, I, I mean, even centimeters, millimeters in terms of if that touched the stick. And I'm glad, I'm glad they call it inconclusive because you're, you're, that's what we're we're really looking at here. It's just we're we're pinching pennies, right? Just in terms of oh, did it touch the stick or not? So it's so hard to tell, but. I just know Oilers fans, and I don't know if some of you are in here, but I know they're going to be crying about it for, for a couple of days until Sunday. So, but it is what it is. Kings are up two to one in the series, and, and we'll just have to go by that. Like you said, refs have just been so. I, to me, it's just I feel like we deserve such a better product in the NHL. It's been terrible on each side of the eye. Like each each team has just benefited or been screwed either way. I, to me, there's just been so much unnecessary ticky tackiness with the calls, and it's it it. I don't feel like you can say one way or the other that each team has gotten an advantage by these refs because I to me it's just been awful through three games. There's just it, no consistency to the calls, no letting the fellas play, no calling everything. I mean, it's it you got to have it one way or the other, and it's just all over the board. I thought game one the the game was refed perfectly. I thought it was fine. Game two, it kind of got a little questionable, but tonight, yeah, I totally agree. It was just the rest. I mean, and a lot of it probably has to do with everything that went down last year against these two teams, and there was just so many, so much like going on. I mean, yeah, I mean, back and forth, nurses headbutt, um, every just, I mean, so much going on, and for some reason, it seems like the refs just want to have their their uh, hands just on everything that goes down, and. And it's it's tough because you want to see these teams battle each other. They they obviously don't like each other. So I mean that's where you really get good playoff hockey. I feel like this has by far been the best series in the NHL in terms of the playoffs, like in terms of NHL entertainment value. And for some reason the refs just want to have their hands on it, and it's kind of ruining a little bit. I mean, but it's still it was a great game. Um, hopefully they can kind of slow it down. I mean it's and it's also because. The, the Edmonton coaches that are, are speaking up about it. So if, if the coaches are going to start speaking up about it, then, yeah, the refs are going to call more, and it's going to get a little bit more of a closely called game. And all the small stuff's going to be called, which is kind of taken away from a lot of the physicality of the series. But, hey, I'm not, I'm not complaining about the W. Um, we'll just hope that the refs kind of back off a little bit and let the two teams play uh, going forward. Absolutely, yeah, and I mean, it, you just see it. I mean, if the excuses they're trying to get control of the game, I mean, I get it a little bit because you saw it with the Dowdy interference with uh, Kaner. I mean, just he immediately throws his hands up. Everybody's calling one way or the other, trying to clamor for the call, the hold on Iafalo in the middle of the ice where you're just pinning the guy down. I mean, at some point they do have to rein it in a little bit because if they're gonna <laughs> run, if everyone's gonna run around like chickens with their heads cut off and just try to blow up everybody, I mean, Arvidsons and the nurse interaction i mean yeah the the excuses they're trying to keep everybody in check i get it too but at some point it's just you got to give it a rest and and swallow the whistles but i'll let somebody else talk thanks so much for having me it's great i can't wait for sunday i can't wait for the rest of the series i'm feeling really good hoping sunday doesn't kick me in the balls but i'm feeling (laughs) great right now
Yes, sir. Appreciate you hopping in here, Chris. Have a good one. Or Christian, have a good one. You too. Thanks, man. Thanks. All right. Let's keep it rolling. Royalty Reigns, I see I see you raising your hands. I see the hearts. What do you got, buddy? And, and first of all, am I, am I still breaking up because I'm still getting that from some people? Or am I good? No, you've been good, at least for me, since I've been listening. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, go ahead, buddy. What, what do you got later on? Well, my dad didn't fall asleep watching the game this time, so he actually got to watch the game. But <laughs> it was a good one. Oh right? my god, one. yes! I, hey, that was a better game three, and although a better game two in a way than last year. We're not getting our butts handed to us. We're we're actually shutting down McDavid. We're actually keeping it close. We are like from what our captain said, we are a more well-rounded team, and we are definitely showing that. Yeah, 100%. Both these teams are better, but the Kings, I mean, they took this this team to seven games last year without doubting Arvidsson, and now look what's going on. We got that chip. With these two players. Yeah, and probably a much better goaltender. I mean, Jonathan Quick was no slouch last year, but Corpus Allo, dude, has has just come in and been a man on fire. He honestly reminds me of Quick in those early playoff runs right now. He's just cool, calm, collected. He's like... Like um, like he he's not like getting emotionally invested like you know like how Mike Smith has, but he's just stopping. Yeah. Like even if he lets in a goal, takes a sip of water, goes goes on to the next save. You know, it's not like, you know, what's it called? We're not uh, they're not getting in his head, which is honestly what we no. definitely need in that right now. Hundred percent. I mean, that's kind of what Copley was when he came in. It was just this calm, cool, collected dude who came in and really kind of like like made everything like kind of feel right again because I mean, Jonathan Quick was unfortunately just not good Cal Peterson wasn't good and he steered the ship in the right direction in terms of Copley and and Corpusalo and and Copley they could be twins man I mean the way that their personalities are they're both kind of the same and Corpusalo yes he but he has he has the experience and he's kind of showing that 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 uh series that he had against the lightning was no fluke I mean he had an 85 save performance and he's showing that he has that composure to to be here for the long haul to take this team uh with a long run in the playoffs so i'm all for yeah, it i mean hats off to him i will say though i'm hopefully i didn't wake up my roommates but i shot really freaking loud when more got that goal and again though um it's worth they're, it honestly i like i don't mind like we're getting these power play chances although we do need to capitalize a little bit more because you know Granted, yeah, we did um, – Kempe scored on that goal that tied it, but we had all, we had that 4-on-3 and the 5-on-4. Hell, we even had a 2-on-0, and we didn't do anything. Like, yeah, our power play is great, but, like, especially playing against the team that's – honestly, I'm kind of saying kind of even right now in the series in terms of penalty kill or power play, we need to capitalize, especially – either if we're down or if we want to go ahead. Yeah, the power play is going to definitely have to turn it up. I mean, that 2-0 just was so bad. Oh, man. For some reason, I every time I see a 2-0 or whatever, I, teams just never score, and they get too cute. Just make one pass and score. Just I don't know if you guys have ever played NHL on EA Sports, whatever. Yes. Just one pass and shoot. Just one pass shoot. That's all it is. And they try to go back and forth, and it gets too cute, and is, but it is what it is. Hopefully, they can clean it the up. The shootout the is why a lot of these goalies 
can be pretty good on the breakaways since they implemented that. Because think about before the shootout, you know, all y'all had was just five on five and four on four, and then it's a tie. Whenever a breakaway happened, you only had that one chance. But usually now, since the NHL came back after the lockout with the shootout, goalies have been like trained better in regards to dealing with that. And props to him, that was a good save. But, well, honestly, though, I cannot wait for Sunday. Hope the guy can get tickets somehow, but, um, or hell, even go to a watch party. But I am so glad right now we are at least rewriting the books, unlike last year. You know, everyone's stepping up. But in your opinion, though, does it feel like Edmonton's playing a little dirty in terms of, you know, extra stuff after the whistle? Uh, you know what? It actually hasn't been as bad as it was last year. I think last year they did a little bit more of the extra stuff. I think this year they're, I mean, they realize just as much as, as the Kings do that, I mean, the Kings power play is coming in as a top five power play. It's not like it was anything to laugh at. I mean, yeah, they might be struggling now, but they also have a pretty decent power play themselves. So they're probably trying to clean up all that stuff. I mean, look at what, Leon Dreisaitl got a power play. I mean, if he doesn't have that unsportsmanlike, Kings could we could be talking about a loss right now. True, but I think the reason yeah. why I say that is like uh, that hit like that um, interference call on Dowdy, and then how the refs gave one to Dowdy as well. It's like I don't know. And then like everyone's saying that Arvidsson sold that trip. You can clearly see how like how Jim Fox broke it down, how it happened, like. It was well after the whistle, and he still went for it. Like, I I know like last year was worse, but honestly, like those are the opportunities. Really, we need to take advantage of when Edmonton's being careless, reckless, taking power, like taking pe- penalties, getting emotional. We need to capitalize because a throwback, honestly, to 2012. That's how we got in Phoenix's head. You know, they got emotional because we're a Pacific Division rival. We got in the Smith's head and then the defense. Everyone just – everyone collapsed, and we just took advantage of it. We need to do the same thing here because Edmonton's, you know, reaching like – like <laughs> I honestly – I don't know if you saw in the group chat, but someone posted a wheel of excuses with Edmonton. That's what they're looking like right now when they clearly do something. And it's like, why are the refs being soft? It's like – your team's undisciplined right now. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the penalties that were taking in the first couple of games were penalties. It is what it was. I mean, tonight there there were some, I'll say, questionable calls on both sides, but it is what it is. The Kings have just been the more disciplined team. I mean, we saw, I mean, unfortunately, McEwen's high stick and Edler's trip led to two goals, and that's exactly what you don't want if you're a Kings fan. I'm, I just want to say I'm sorry for you guys if I'm breaking up. I'm not sure what's up with the audio. Um, I'll, I'll have this recorded version up tomorrow morning, but yeah. So okay, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, Rosie. Oh uh, no, you're good. You know, in your, in your opinion, would you start McEwen on Sunday, or would they say, okay, unfortunately though the rain season ended today, would you want to call up some of those young guns and scratch um, McEwen and say why not like Edler or like what would you like? I guess now with that like. Factor being in mind, what would like your scenario line changes? Not line change. Uh, your scenario lines. Would you want going into game four? 
That's an interesting. I mean, it's interesting in terms of the rain losing. I'm not sure what the ruling is in terms of bringing players up. I mean, I would think they'd be able to, but yeah, I mean, you have players like Fagimo and uh, Anderson down there, Leah Anderson. So I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, Todd just seems to have. Uh, he likes to have McEwen in the lineup. He likes to have Anderson Dolan in the lineup, but I mean, both those players they didn't really do much in terms of, I guess, help or be a positive impact Honestly. on the game for the Kings. So it's tough. It's tough. So we'll have to see what happens tomorrow. Practice. Honestly, though, like he he's, he's like I hope I'm not taking up too much time. I just have things. Like, I know. I know. I know You're good, man. I know other people want to talk. I apologize, guys, but. McEwen was brought in, I guess, like a big guy to have, like, you know, body somebody, you know, get physical. But all I've seen that do do is just take very stupid penalties. Or I hate to say, like, I like what I saw Dustin Brown do in his latter years. He would go to the red line, dump the puck in, go for a line change. Like, I'm not seeing as much of a presence from the way they made him seem like seem to be now. Do you think uh, – honestly, though, I wouldn't start him on Sunday. I would put someone else in because, I don't know, he's just not really doing it. I don't know. My my my, my yeah. thought process just totally just died on that sentence. My bad. But um, <laughs> You're good. You're good. I mean, it, it is what it is. We'll see. Like well, like I said, we'll see what happens uh, tomorrow. At oh. 11. I mean, they have practice, so we'll see how they Can we up. bring Clark – Brandon Clark up? If that's his name, yeah, because I know we couldn't, Clark. like we couldn't, because his playoffs were going. Are we? I wonder if you could, but he's still, yeah, he's, his playoffs are still going. So, oh, they are. I thought he's not going. Oh. He he's not going anywhere until the OHL his OHL playoffs are, are done. I believe they're tied two to two or winning three to two in their series. Oh, so. I thought. Oh, I I guess I misinterpreted what people like tweeted. I thought his. Oh, that must have been Connor Bedard. Oh, I'm not. I'm getting too, I'm getting too, too confused with all these hot prospects. <laughs> well, darn. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks for uh, letting me share. Let's definitely get that big win on Sunday, a statement win. And I would love to shake hands with Edmonton next week if we can take this in five because oh, it would be nice. I don't have to wait like, like almost another 10 years to see my Kings advance, you know. But let's keep this momentum going. Pray to God Fiala comes back at some point. Like dream scenario, if we take him out in five, we have a nice break before the other rounds, and then Fiala shows up in round two, hopefully. But exactly, have a good night, Let's man. Get home safe. Go Kings, go guys, and hopefully we can have another one like these after Sunday. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, buddy. Have a good you one. You too, man. Bye. Love it. Love it. I saw. Oh, we got my boy Lieb in here. Martin, I see you too. I'll get to you next, Martin. Lieb, what's hey, up, buddy? Hey, how's it going, man? Hey, I, just want to real quick, am I breaking up at all? No, I, I hear you good. I think everyone else has got to check their internet. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> what's going on, man? Huge win, right? Huge win. I, I just wanted to shout out RV. I wasn't sure if you did before I joined, but the balls on that guy to make the passes he makes – is mm-hmm. just insane. Like, Epic. Kempe, that was a nice shot. Arvidsson scored that goal. Oh, yeah, the pass? Yeah, oh, that was nuts. Ridiculous. 
It was nuts. Just, to have the wherewithal to make that pass, because I saw Kempe kind of behind the defenders, but for Arvidsson to see that in terms of where he's at, I mean, I'm sitting 50 feet above them. I mean, and for them to see, <laughs> it's just it's just an epic pass in that moment. Unbelievable. He's, I mean, both games that we won were, were off his stick to some extent. Like, he didn't have either of the goals, but... He had the, the pass that tied up the game one, and then he had this pass to tie up game two. Yeah. So and I'm I, trying to – So yeah. sorry, I'm, I'm trying to find a replay um, of the last high stick by Velarde. People are saying that it hit Ekholm's back, which would definitely negate no, any sort of high stick. It wouldn't. It, he'd have to gain possession. He, it would either have to hit his stick or he'd have to gain possession. Okay, I'd have to check that rule, but I'm pretty sure that if if it touches an oiler before he touches it, then that negates any sort of high stick there. But like I said, I'll I'll look at that ruling and then we'll we'll get back to it. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm just quoting the rule analyst from TNT. He did say that. I mean, you know, obviously, whatever. There's a lot that went into that. Right, exactly. I mean, listen, if if Twitter has to Zapruder film this thing, I think the inconclusive (laughs) was, was correct. Even though I do think it hit the stick, also I, I I'll, I'll say that. But um, I just wanted to give RV that shout out because I think as far as I mean, obviously Corpusal has been our MVP. As far as skaters go, go Arvidsson's been our MVP. Arvidsson's definitely been the best player on the ice in terms of the King of Skaters these three games. I yeah, I mean I definitely agree. Kopitar had the four points in the first game, but I mean Arvidsson obviously had the primary assist on the game winner there, and then had that saucy sauce to Deneau. Um, yeah, I mean, he's just been, yeah, talk about the two players that we, I mean, this is why Kings fans were telling Oilers fans, I mean, you guys beat us in seven, but we didn't have Arvidsson and Doughty. And look at what these two players have brought in these three games. They're pretty much, I mean, obviously we talk about Corpus Allo as the MVP, but Arvidsson and Doughty are having just as much of an impact as Jonas is so far. Yeah, yeah, they've, they've both been major. And and also, just a shout out to the Gavrikov and Roy Perrin, because they they drew mm-hmm. almost every single McDavid shift tonight again. Well, they were even going into tonight with the Dowdy Anderson, but they took the lead pretty significantly tonight and still no five on five points. You know, credit. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like part of me thinks that like this is just the worst shooting percentage bender of all time because he's still getting his chances. It's not like yeah. none of those chances could have gone in. But he's frustrated. He's frustrated. Everything's everyone's playing right up in his face. It's good to see. They're not afraid of his speed. They're not backing off too much. They're holding the line. I don't think I've ever seen the Oilers dump in this many times in a three-game stretch. Slow just, down too. We've, they've slowed the Oilers down so much. I mean, how many times just in this game alone did we see the Oilers get the puck and just wait, just wait for yeah. the players to get ready and then dump in? And the Kings' breakouts tonight. We're much better, way better than what we've much seen better. in the first two games. Yeah, absolutely. And it's all it's of a team the bad thing. ones were still Ether and Dursey. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, it's like Jersey is, is like just wants to kill me every time he gets the puck. And the same you know thing what? with McEwen, and it, it is what it is. This is what last change gets you because yep. that all of those bad breakouts were against Warren Fogel and Nick Bukestad. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's a pretty big difference. That's if you're going to turn it over difference. to players, then they'll turn it over to Bukestad and Fogel. Yeah, and and that's what last last change gets you. And that's why, you know, I didn't like going back to Adler and Jersey, but 
I also understand not shaking up your lineup when you can, when you actually have the power to, to sort of, you know, shelter them somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, the thing is, is, is we, people were talking about like trying to maybe you replace Jersey in the lineup and maybe you replace Adler, but a lot of the games that a lot of the problems we had seen from those two, like you just said too, is, is they were getting really bad matchups. I mean, McDavid was out there constantly against the fourth line in games one and two constantly against Edler and Jersey. So yeah, they're going to get run off the ice when that happens. But now you have that last change. You have, you can afford that luxury to put out Edler and Jersey against the bottom six pairings or the bottom six lines um, of the Oilers. And it's starting to pay off. I mean, they were a little bit more productive in terms of their five on five play this, this, uh, this game. And Jersey just helps out in the second power play. It is what it is. I mean, unfortunately it's just, Risk it's it's always risk reward with Jersey. You you take you you love the good things and you hate the bad ones, but yeah, take what you get. If I would have made a change, I would have I would have actually taken Adler out, even though Jersey had one of his worst games. But that Jersey Walker pairing is pretty good, especially when you don't put the onus of you know on Jersey for the initial you know the back guy on the one three one, which he is when he's with Adler, and that's not good. But with Walker, it actually works because Walker ends up being the back guy on the one three one. Jersey's mm-hmm. defending the right side of the line. It's it's actually kind of doable. But yeah, whatever, just... we got the win. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, well, I mean, we'll see if what happens. If any lineup changes happen uh, on Sunday? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, if McClellan kind of sh- shook things up a little bit because, like I said, I mean, McEwen is just he wants to kill me every time he's on the ice. I mean, every time I watch him, he's just... I, I he thought he wasn't so bad game. tonight. I mean, he had that he one gets, penalty in his four minutes, but... He had <laughs> but, that one penalty. He had he had that one turnover in the like early, his first shift of the game where he skated the puck back into his own zone, and tried to backhand it up ice, yeah, and then it's like turned it right over yeah. to dry saddle. And but he also did great. He broke the high cycle of the Oilers like three or four different times, which I thought was pretty good. He, I mean, he had his moments, definitely. So I'll give him that. So, yeah, yeah, now you just... Now he's squarely in the Jersey category. He used to just not exactly. be good and not be bad. Now he's both. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Which Either way, just, I'll yeah, let other people just, get it's on. It's a roller coaster ride. I appreciate yeah. you. Yeah, it's been good. Have a good one, buddy. Week. Have a good night. Take care. All right, Martin. You're up, buddy. I know you've been sending me them high fives. What's up? What's up, my man? Uh, am I on? Awesome. So first of all, Russell, I want to thank you for this Twitter space service to the Kings fans because we're all keyed up, all excited for the game, and we need somewhere to go. And and you provide a great space to go. You get all keyed up. You're as excited as we are. So I really appreciate it. Thank you for your service. No, I appreciate it too, man. I mean, I'm just as excited as you are. You guys are. So, I mean, I want us to share this space. To I mean, let's all share this excitement together, right? I mean, Big win. You can't just go go to bed after that. You got to talk some Kings hockey and enjoy it with other Kings fans. Exactly. This is the spot to do exactly. it. Exactly. So this whole review thing, it just takes some of the joy out of the – everyone's excited. It's overtime. Oh, no one's leaving. What's going on? It's like, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, hate to lose in overtime, love to win, but it's kind of like I don't want it. I don't want as a brooder film the whole thing. But some points about this stick thing. So I thought it hit the stick until – I thought Forsland and whoever the play-by-play guy is actually got to the bottom of it. They showed you the angle. They explained that Toronto's looking at it. They were really good. 
and like, oh, okay, so you look at this angle, can't re- it's not conclusive, right? And that's all they're saying. If it's not conclusive, it's not conclusive. Look how long the review took. Took forever. Means it's not conclusive. So, you know, that's one piece. Then you go to uh, Biz Nasty and Henrik, and they're all like, they didn't watch their own show. They're asking the same questions that were just explained. And they're just like a, cl- a bunch of clowns waiting for the rules expert. The rules experts come out. They're asking him stupid questions. He's explaining it. No, it's not this. No, it's not that. Great. Hilarious, right? You go through all of this. And, you know, the, I saw on, on Twitter, Elliot Friedman explains it all. So they're, they're going through the conference and the coach, uh, Woodcroft, He's like the greatest player in the world. Connor McDavid saw it and he said it hit the stick. I'm like, oh, give me a break. <laughs> like Rich Hammond's like, okay, we're gonna stop going to Toronto. We're gonna go to in this series, independent arbitrator Connor McDavid's gonna decide, right? So, <laughs> so one thing I will say, if you heard Trevor Moore, he said that Gabe Velarde said it didn't hit the stick. Gabe Velarde is a good Canadian boy. I trust him. I believe him. Don't you believe him? I mean, yeah, I'll believe him all day, hundred percent. Right? If it means the Kings win, then yeah, I'm believing him. So we're done talking about it. Second point I want to know: Did you notice Jack Campbell patting the back of all the Oilers on the way out? I didn't know. Yeah, so it, it reminded me of something. Probably like me, you watch, you listen to all of the Toronto-based podcasts. Mm-hmm. And do you think, like mid-season last year, when when Campbell was on the Maple Leafs, how the the Toronto media, they were all gleeful. Oh my God, we fleeced Rob Blake. We got Jack Campbell out of this. It's like he's a Vesna winner level. And, you know, who did we give up? Nothing. Trevor Moore scored the overtime goal. You got Dursey. Right. You know, you got Dursey. You got Tonka. And, you know, I, I still love Jake Muzzin, but uh, that, that was a fleecing on the other end. So. Dude, those Toronto trades have pretty much shaped this Kings team. I mean, you think about all the players that the Kings have got from it. I mean, I mean Tobias Bjornfoot is one of the is the player that they drafted with that first round pick too, and he's he's still developing a little bit. So, I mean, this is that's those are two trades that the Kings made that they needed to make, and Rob Blake did an extremely good job um, with those two moves. Totally underrated. I mean, Gavrikov has been at, at, wow. And Corpusalo, mm-hmm. you know, like I was annoyed and pissed off when we got rid of Quick because, like, I, you know, I'm emotional. Like, we're all emotional. But after about an hour, I'm like, shit, I don't have the balls that Blake did. Thank God he did that for us. You know, it's like I'm, he's, he's taking a bullet for us because we would not be anywhere in the playoffs if we hadn't done that trade. Yeah, 100%. I mean, Rob Blake just, besides the Cal Peterson move, Everything he's done has just been so great in terms of from the rebuild on has just been great. I mean, do you bl- do you blame him for Cal Peterson? Goalies are voodoo. How the hell you know, you're 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 a GM? What do you do? Yeah, I mean that it is tough. I mean we're hindsight's twenty twenty, obviously. So, but I mean to be honest with you, at the time I was a little skeptical because you're paying a goalie for one year of 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 really one good year. And $5 million at that time, that's a lot of money for a goalie. Um, I mean, especially at that time. I mean, we're talking about a couple of years ago with a salary cap, maybe a little lower than what it is now. Uh, it hasn't really gone out much in the COVID years, but it, 
it is what it is. But I mean, at that time, five million dollars for three years each. That's that's a big investment into a goalie that's only giving you one decent year. So I would have liked to see maybe give him like two years, maybe you bring it down a little bit. But that third year is it's it's tough and it's it's kind of hurting the Kings in uh, terms of maybe things they want to do in the off season. I, I I agree, but I remember at the time. Oh, you know, some people were saying, oh, that's a little bit of a risky move. Other people saying that's a smart move. I don't remember a ton of people criticizing at the time. Like, oh, that's definitely a bad move. You know, sometimes you have signings go, no, don't sign him now. That's bad. Uh, Nobody was saying that. They were like, oh, you know, this could blow up in his face. And it did. But Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I try and be fair. And, you know, I'm not a... Be, there, there's definitely things that Rob Blake has done that that kind of annoys me, but like I'd like to trade for Mister Number Seventeen. That's that he's he's just good for for the Oilers to get penalties. I don't know what the hell he was thinking there, honestly. <laughs> like, yeah, I, that, I that one's kind of weird. That one's kind of weird. It's it's strange stuff, but oh my god, nothing like playoff hockey. Uh, I'm just super excited. So I, I'm going to let other people get a chance, or if you 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 need to pack up, but. Uh, thanks for the chance to, to say my piece. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you hopping on here, Martin. Hope all is well. Have a good night, buddy. All right, good night. Go Kings, go. Yes, sir. Oh, man. I'm seeing some, I'm, I'm kind of scrolling through Twitter as I'm listening to you guys talk. And, whoo, boy, they are pissed about that high stick call. <laughs> Freaking Jay Woodcroft, man. I mean, Oh, McDavid, McDavid said so, so I, of course it happened. Like, dude, this guy, I swear to God, like, cry more. Just keep crying. Keep crying. That's all it is. Just win the game. Why are you blaming the refs? You guys are the ones with two of the best players on the planet, and you're down three, two, uh, 2 1 to the Kings. Keep crying. Let's keep it going. Who should I pick on? Oh, man. DJ Wood. You're up, bud. DJ Wood. What's going on, buddy? You there? It looks like your your mic is kind of going in and out. Keep it rolling. Uh, let me pick on Johnny Utah. Johnny Utah. You guys want to hear something crazy? I actually just watched Point Break for, like, the first time the other day. Never seen that movie. Counter Reeves is a stud. DJ Wood, what's up, man? I can hear you. Hey, Russ. Sorry about that. I'm uh, driving back from the game right now. I drove out from Bakersfield today, so I got a bit of a drive. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I, I, I love, love, I love it. straight from work, man. I was like, oh, I got to go. Uh, Hell yeah. But, yeah, man, I just, I'll just i just start off by saying, I mean, that goal by I, I follow, but last minute, I mean, obviously we hadn't scored a first, the first goal all series long, so that was super huge. And then, you know, in the second period, you know, Connor McDavid doing Connor McDavid things, scoring two goals on two shots or whatever. But just the fact that Kempe immediately answered back was awesome. And what I thought was really cool mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, Arvidsson kind of took a page out of Dreisaitl's book, you know, shooting the, shooting the puck off the board and then allowing Kempe to cash in. I mean, that was just awesome. Um, just, yeah, to have, we've talked about it a couple of times already, but yeah, I mean, we can't talk about it enough. That pass by Arvidsson, just talk about, I mean, the three, there's three passes that are just highlight reel passes that he's made in these three games so far. I mean, 
the two passes he made in game one with a backhand sauce to Deneau, the setup uh, on Ayafalo's game winner, and then that pass to Kempe along the boards is just incredible. It's just he's, he's a outstanding hockey player and so for Rob Blake to get him for only a second and third round pick was just insanely good trade value insanely good trade oh awesome man awesome and you know obviously I know everyone's touched on it too but Corpusalo absolutely awesome and then last thing I gotta say and I have no way of verifying if this is true or not but right before the (laughs) overtime you know, during intermission, I'm going to the bathroom, take a leak, start talking to a guy waiting in line, and he starts bringing up Trevor Moore to me. And I'm like, hey, you know, the guy's had a rough year, obviously dealt with a concussion. Like, he's due, man. He's due. And he's like, oh, you think Love so? I'm like, yeah, bro. He, I, like, I just got a feeling he's going to score the overtime goal. He's like, hey, bro, like, that's actually my brother-in-law. And I was just like, what? Oh. Okay. So we talked a little bit, you know, both used the restroom, went our separate ways. And sure enough, Trevor Moore scored. So I just I thought it was awesome. Who knows if that's really his brother? That's crazy. But it was a cool experience. <laughs> but that's it. I just had to tell someone because all my family's asleep right now. So I was like, oh, I gotta get it out there. But uh, dude, yeah, that's man. that's so sick. That's awesome. It was just it was awesome. Probably gonna have to go to Sunday night's game and make the trip out here again. But uh, yeah, man, get, get that gas. Yeah, get that gas tank full, buddy. You're gonna have to come back out here. Oh, definitely, definitely. Well, shoot, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate you hopping on. Appreciate you hopping on All here, right. buddy. Have a safe drive. I love it. I love, I love the dedication. All right. All right, guys, I'm actually going to head off here. Um, I don't want to get locked in this parking garage. Uh, dude, I mean, truly an epic win. It's crazy. I, everybody, let's. What we're going to do, what we're all going to do is we're going to get off this Twitter space and then we're going to spawn and drive home. But then when I get home, I'm just going to scroll through Twitter and just read all the Oiler fans just crying about the high stick. So let's all, let's all have a good laugh tonight together and enjoy this win as Kings fans. Love it. Have a good night, guys.